Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. It is Mark and Neanderthal. How screwy is it that, you know, this ship stuck in the Suez Canal, they did make some progress yesterday and overnight okay. in that they, they, I guess they de-wedged at least one side. They got one end of it floating again. And because of that, oil prices just dropped. Now, you know, because cause it's actually bad for the oil industry because yes. now, there's, now there's more supply yes. that is more readily available, even yep. though it's not on the move just yet. Yeah, and there are 300 ships backed up behind it with uh, all yeah. kinds of supplies and livestock and all kinds of stuff like yeah. that. So the oil prices go down when the supply chain uh, improves? Uh, yeah. Well, when the supply goes up, the prices go down, right? Oh, no, so well, well, um, thanks a lot, Obama. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but on, uh, it's funny. You mentioned on social media, people are saying put it back. Yeah, there's a trending topic on Twitter right now <laughs> in the United States. There's a couple of tweets that have come out. There's something deeply comforting about the boat being stuck, and I would appreciate it if they could put it back. That's what one guy wrote. <laughs> Another guy wrote, put it back. Put that ship back right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're saying so, now that uh, that human error may actually no. be the yeah well the initial thing was you know high winds and a sandstorm that that really wrecked visibility all but right come first of all high winds high winds this ship is the size of the empire state building <laughs> if high winds are mm. how high do those winds have to be <laughs> to blow a yeah. ship the size of the empire state building into a sandbar yeah i don't know and don't how know. much horsepower does that ship need to fight the high winds you would think it's not like it's a sailboat Right, I know. I know. It's a, it, the whole thing is bizarre. So I, you know. All right, Captain, getting fired or not? Uh, I, I, if it's human error, I think you got to do something, right? Yeah. I don't know. The, cap, the captain's situation is an interesting one. I think we could, we could expound a little oh, bit. Oh, boy. Here it comes. I was captain of a big cargo ship. Off the wheel, my sweaty hand kind of slipped. It's my fault. I sure did overcorrect. Now like Gilligan, we're kind of shipwrecked. Sand to the left of me, more sand to the right. Here I am, stuck in the Suez Canal. Yes, I'm stuck in the Suez Canal. Ships are honking, saying, move your ass, pal. How could things ever get any worse? I'm costing billions in global commerce. This isn't good, I'm like Joe Hazelwood, here I am, stuck in the Suez Canal. Alrighty then. Supposedly, it's freed on one side, still stuck, but they're making progress. Alrighty then, did you see the, the meme that's going around right now? It said all they needed was two rednecks and a couple of Ram 1500s. I've seen that one. I've also seen I've also seen the one that says, bet you can't turn around in the Suez Canal. Hold, Hold my, my beer. beer. Yeah. So, yeah, and then there's go. also the one that where they've taken the, what's it called, the Ever something? The Ever Given. The Ever Given. They've taken the uh, image of that and, and uh, superimposed it over the little vehicle that Austin Powers got stuck in the hallway in. <laughs> and they just show it going back and forth, stuck in the hallway. All right, we're going to pick up with Jackie on the phone, and she's going to help us out with Mark and Neanderthal's story time. So, Jackie, good morning to you. You're on the way to work hands-free, correct? 
Yes. Nice job. <laughs> All right. So which story would you like to hear? Mine involves the rough weekend my dog Patch had. I see what you did there. And uh, what's that? Rough weekend. Oh, yeah. It ah, was a rough weekend ah, for Patch. Um, so, uh, and and she did something that I think a lot of dogs have done, and it, and it kind of hurts their head. Jackie, I'm going to counter his story with a story of brawn and muscle. One man building for the future. I did the work of two men this weekend. Mm. And it's very impressive. Which one do you want to know? Uh, I want to know what Neanderthal did this weekend. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, Jackie, it was uh, it was quite impressive. At my house, I have uh, a myriad of junk and a veritable cornucopia of trinkets and things that needed to be organized. So I decided on Friday to buy myself a cabinet. Well, you know, you can imagine my surprise when I bought the cabinet. And the three magical words, some assembly required, were involved. Now, you you say to yourself, well, how can it possibly be assembled if it's a cabinet? It was a steel cabinet with a security door on it. A very nice cabinet. Mm -hmm. And I went down to Tractor Supply Company, and I picked up my cabinet. I got home, and I opened it up, and I was shocked to find out that the shelves in said cabinet were not assembled. By the way, Tractor Supply Company should have the tagline, we're not just tractors. We have cabinets, too. Tractor Supply (laughs) because what tractor is incomplete without a cabinet? (laughs) So... So I get the cabinet home, and I, I realize I have to put uh, I have to put shelves in said cabinet. And what you don't understand was when you have a cabinet, you know, it says this is a two person job, and you really should believe them because at one point I had to put shelves in the cabinet, and some of the shelves had to screw into the side of the cabinet that happened to be located on the right side of the cabinet where the security door is open, and you can't you can't reach around it as one person. It. You have to reach over. It. Can't yeah. do that either. It's too far down on the cabinet. Can't reach under it because cabinet's on the floor. Yeah. Put it on its back, can't do it there either. So what you do in that situation is you take a piece of packing tape and you you hold the screw in on one side and then you delicately, like you're playing the game of operation, you delicately delicately put the nut on the back side of the screw there to try and get it on. I, it was it was a two-person operation. Here's the long the long and short of it, no pun intended. Uh, I now have four pulled muscles, two in one leg, one in my lower back, and one in my right leg. Now, uh, my question is, did you scrape, gouge, cut, or bruise the back of either hand uh, when I, a screwdriver slipped? I did not. You have no marks of any kind like no, that? No, you'll notice this. Not only did I, yeah, I did the work mm. of two men, and I come up unscathed. Yeah, I don't know that there's any proof that you actually did it, though, that. Uh, I do have proof, Mark. Are you? Yeah, there was a word that was uttered. Um, if you say it three times, it comes true. It's a compound word I learned on the electric company, the first part of it being mother. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and this, and this, Jackie knows and, that word, too. Yeah, the second word rhymes with fire truck. I got you. Yeah. Yep. So, Jackie, uh, <laughs> I did the work of two men right now, and I'm paying the price for it. And uh, I'm sure you're very impressed with my brawn and brains because I was able to work out a two-man job by myself. That's pretty impressive. It sounded like you'd responded with flatulence is what that sounded <laughs> no, <that's>, like. There's <laughs> a little gas you put to the pedal. <laughs> that sounded like wow. right there. All right, then. So thank you for, for playing along with us, Jackie. You have a great day and, and drive safe. You guys, too. All right, take care. There you go. Mm-hmm. Remember, you couldn't lay it on its back and then stand in the cabinet with the door open up kind of between your legs? Or was no, it no, no room for no, that either? No, because it's that big. It's you a big cabinet. Yeah, no, there was no physical way to do it. I mean, I, I worked it out, but I hurt myself repeatedly. Mm. And I uttered that word three times. I Unfortunately, my mother didn't show up. <laughs> I tried, though. 
Uh, so, Paul, did you get your your vaccination no. appointment yet? No. No, I spent, no, I spent yeah. several times over the weekend trying to get it, and it's still, the it's struggle, a nightmare. Yeah. The struggle is real. Yeah, you know, but yeah. I, you know, I'm good, though. I got O negative blood, so I'm, you know, well, I'm, I'm almost immune. You know, it's funny. I, I uh, was talking to a friend over the weekend about that. He's like, have you been, he, he was saying, you know, I've been vaccinated twice now. I'm good to go. And I said, I, I've only even been vaccinated once. I got one shot, but I got O negative blood, so I'm right. feeling pretty invincible. And uh, people have asked about that because started, the two of us, the two of us have been in here uh, since the whole thing. We've never stopped doing the show, yeah. and neither one of us have gotten sick. And it's been in in this building a couple of times, but we both have O negative blood. Which I, we, I don't know what that. I mean, to me, it's more of a just a something to joke about and and halfway no, brag they've, about. They've, but, they've said that apparently O negative is more resistant to this virus allegedly, and this was early on in the thing. They were you know when they were doing. All the testing and stuff. And I was like, "Well, I'm glad I know my blood type." When I was talking to my friend, he was like, "Well, what does that have to do with it?" I was like, "Oh, I'm just, I'm just joking. I think O negative, you know, is a little bit helpful in in avoiding coronavirus and so forth." I said, "What are you?" And he goes, "I don't know." How do you not you know your blood type? You don't know your blood type? Yeah, I that's, thought that was I, I, so weird. That's like one of the first things you learn when you're a kid. You're supposed to tell people if you get in a car accident or anything like that, or you have to go to the hospital. You have to know your blood type. Yeah, I mean, I don't know when I learned it. I've just kind of known it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I, I mean. I, I think it was probably early on, like first, second grade. Yeah. I, I mean, and certainly, you know, having given blood here and there, you, they, you know, they always, you know, they can certainly tell you they're, they're good with blood. So they can tell you what, let me, hey, but, but what blood type are you? I used to, you <laughs> I know, don't recall. But you do not know your blood type now. Correct. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day, guys. All right. There you, you go. Know your blood type? I don't. Did you ever know it? I no, I don't. I have no clue. Okay, so that's well, this is, people are going to die. That, <laughs> you're, you know, you're going to die, I mean, right? I mean, I guess they they wouldn't take the word of somebody like if you're in an ambulance and they're like, "What blood type are you?" Even if you say it, they're probably going to test you first because you may be, you know, not really at the top of your your mental capacities and you might not remember correctly and so forth. Yeah, Reuters says that a large study says that people with type O or Rh negative blood may be at a lower risk, twelve uh, percent lower. And the resist uh, the risk for severe COVID nineteen was thirteen percent lower. So we're we're a little bit we're a little bit more resistant to it mm-hmm. apparently. All right. Well, so I'm Superman is what what you're hearing. I just thought it was. I mean, I I'm just kind of puzzled. Yeah. If you, if you do you know your blood type? I yeah. mean, I, I I've known it since I was a kid. Um, I also know that I'm the universal donor, even though we both found out years ago that I can't donate blood. Well, you you can you know yeah universal donor O negative is is good for anybody else. We have to get O negative. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But four eight zero four seven zero KSLX. I, I comments, know. Comments, questions. I, I, I don't even know what to ask. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, if I ask you, do you know your blood type? Certainly, you just call and say whatever. Yeah, and you, you can don't make know, it up. And if you don't know, there's nothing to tell us. But hey, do you did you know and then forgot? Did you? It, didn't it, didn't you used to have a card? And wasn't there like a medical card that had your history, whether or not you were? When you donate blood, I think they put it on the card. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mark and Andrew Paul, both type O, both COVID free. Coincidence? So far. Textbook definition. <laughs> Mark and Neanderthal here, a couple of O-negative supermen, but that's yeah. not important right now. Hero's uh, a strong word. We'd appreciate <laughs> it if it, you didn't use it. We, <laughs> we're just doing our job, just trying right. to save humanity one person at a time. We just talk about, uh, you know, the, the vaccine and all that stuff and how our, our blood type, O-negative, at least helps you somewhat to a certain level avoid COVID. 
Yeah. It's just, you know, the percentage of people with O negative blood who've gotten it is lower per capita than other blood types. And I, I was just amazed talking to somebody this weekend that they didn't know their blood type. And I think it's fairly common. That yeah, people don't again, know their blood type, I guess. Again, I I, I want to say it was like fourth grade or fifth grade. You're in science class, um, and they say today we're going to teach you your blood type, and they give you a little you know little little pin, and you prick your finger and you drop a put a drop of blood on a slide, and then you put the slide in the mic uh, under the microscope mm-hmm. so you can see your blood, yeah. and then you add I don't know what the solution is, but you add some sort of a solution to it, and based upon the reaction, I think it either turns a color or something, or they 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 take a test tape. Remember the old test tape things sure. that had like a color wheel on it or something, and you take that, and if your blood turns a certain color or reacts a certain way, you knew what your blood type was. Yeah, and if you if you didn't do that, there are other ways to learn your blood type. Sure, you know the people that don't know their blood type must have never donated blood. That's one way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we we found that out when we did that. What, it was like six, seven years ago. Or yeah. Six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you give blood, they always tell you your blood type. For for a woman, there's another way. Hey, good morning. Talking about the blood type thing. As a woman, I learned when I was pregnant. When you're pregnant, they're obviously going to tell you your yeah, blood you'll, type you'll at a certain yeah, point. I would think so. You yeah. Know, they're running a few tests here and there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> some bodily fluids were exchanged. Not the least of which might be blood. So, hey, what's up? I have a strange story. Oh, all right. <laughs> so when I was 18, I joined the Army. And, of course, you get your blood type, and they put it on your dog tag. So ah. I was a positive. Well, then two years later, I become pregnant, and, of course, they test again. And they tested me five times to find out I was actually O negative. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know how they screwed that up, but I thought that was a pretty big <laughs> difference. Yeah. So yeah. why nothing catastrophic ever happened in those two yeah. years where I no, needed unless that. You're a, unless you are some sort of different species that we have yet to really find out about, <laughs> I would right? call that a clerical error. Uh, yes, a very big one, I would say. Yeah, yeah it could have yeah, could, killed you. Yeah. could have killed you. Because the only universal, we talked about you know, O negative being the universal donor. The universal right. recipient is AB positive. Right. And she just found out after the fact that she's O negative. O negative can only receive O negative right. blood. So if she had yeah. had an, an, an issue in the military and they had looked, misread her dog tags and given her the wrong blood, could have killed her. That is one situation Ouch. where close enough for government work does not apply. No. No, I mean, she's lucky in that situation. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad she's all right. I'm glad yeah. that worked out good for her. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I just, again, this is a third grade, fourth grade conversation. The idea that people don't know their blood type. You probably uh, should know it. Absolutely. And wear clean underwear in case you get into an accident. Although, if you get into an accident, clean underwear is sort of a moot point at that point. I'm positive you should know your blood type. I see what you did there. We have some very big news here on the Mark and the Adderpool Show. The ship is loose. The Suez Canal has been opened to commerce and shipping traffic once again as the Everstuck has been unstuck. (laughs) Now, if things are as they should be, that ship should really be pulled over to the right. Captain's got his left arm out the window, just yep. waving everybody yes. else on. Yeah. Play through. Yeah, yeah. It, Go it'd around be nice. me. Show, it, show a little bit of uh, a little courtesy for all of those. Yeah. 300 plus ships that are backed up behind him. Is it 300 ships yeah, right 300 now? 300 ships. Uh, yeah, 300 ships and, and $56 billion in apparently lost commerce or oh, at the, least delayed commerce. So. I think it was $4 million an hour, something yeah, like yeah, $400 million an hour. You know what the interesting thing about that is I'm sure that uh, everybody behind that was stuck there behind Behind them, we're just kind of like. Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. 
They are thrilled yeah. to just be out, you know? It was like uh, like I-17 at 2 p.m. on a Monday of a three-day weekend. <laughs> Everybody's coming back down south. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was crazy. And what they – I had read that they had, they had dispatched two more tugboats to nudge the ship loose. And the word nudge is so interesting in this situation. It's a massive ship. It's the size of the Empire State Building. Yeah. Now, if we've learned anything, it's that the Everstock is the size of the Empire State Building, which is big. Yeah, it's as long as it is tall. Yes. Um, Just so- remember, it's big. I did see a, an interesting uh, uh, meme that was making its way around this morning, which is, you know, this week, uh, I guess they're premiering the uh, Godzilla versus Kong movie. I saw some and of it. Was, it, yeah. it was, there was a meme that has Godzilla on one side of the canal, Kong on the other side, and they're just picking the ship up, which I thought was kind of <laughs> yes. neat. Yes, and like, also... If HBO did that, that was pretty brilliant. The two Ram trucks, each pulling from one end. Yeah, and yeah. yeah but so the word good. nudge, you know, I imagine they're probably... Oh, it, <laughs> it pulls up alongside, gives a little elbow, hey, you, uh, you know, think it's time to get moving here, or what? Do you want to head was, out again, or... Hey, uh... <laughs> Do you want to get going? Yeah. Nudge, yeah. nudge. Say no more. Say no more. Suez. Suez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Supplies. You're wicked. You're wicked. <laughs> wicked, yes. More. More. You know, move. Suez. Say no more. Nudge, nudge. Yeah. Wink, yeah. wink. And get moving. <laughs> so it finally did. And that that is good news. Uh, all is righted. Say no more. In the nautical commerce world. Of Egypt. Course, that's, yes. That's, Sand. Pyramids. Say. <laughs> Here we go. Stupidity. There is an abundance of it. It's time for the Mark and Andrew Paul Dumbass of the Day. You know, I only wish we had a name because this guy is a true overachiever. The story starts on Route 17 in New York State, which is the road you would take to get to the State University of New York at Binghamton, alma mater of flow from Progressive. Nice. So a state trooper clocked a 2003 Infinity doing 117 miles an hour. Are we going to count the infractions? No. Okay. Because I won't get to all of them here. So he's doing 117 on Route 17. Kind of poetic, but it's very sure. dangerous. Yeah, they, they, he saw the number and said, I can match that. <laughs> so the trooper followed as the car weaved in and out of cars without signaling at the same high rate of speed. Seeing the trooper following, the driver exited and then tried to hide in one of those park and ride lots. Yeah. But as the trooper entered the lot and started searching, the Infinity took off again, but not before the trooper got the license plate number and a look at the driver. All righty. So the driver then hit I-87, which I believe is the New York State Thruway, or at least part of it is. And you can really open it up there in case 117 isn't fast enough for you. The trooper gave up the chase for safety reasons when the speeds reached 148 miles per hour. Wow. So with the license plate and the look at the driver, police were able to track down the car's owner to New York City, and they finally found the driver. Governor Mario Cuomo. It was not. No, oh. well, yeah, Andrew Cuomo, yeah. I know. Um, but uh, guess the age of the driver, if you would. Give it a shot. 17. 18. Ah, damn it. You got I mean, kind of a newbie. I, I was trying to do it because it was 117. It was yep. 17. I figured there had to be a connection there somewhere. Yeah, it's just 18-year-old, so a, a bit of a newbie. And now, along with several different levels of reckless endangerment charges, guess how many traffic tickets were issued to the driver? 17? No. 43. It's a nice. new world record. Is it a new world record? I don't know. Wow. But I sure as hell hope it is. That is something right yeah. there. It's so young and such an achievement. Yeah. 43 
Traffic tickets in one shot for an 18-year-old. I bet that kid peaks early. Yeah, he peaked early. Yep. Yeah, it's it's going to be hard. You know, these are his glory days right here. I would think so. Yep. We don't know the driver's name, but wow. That is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Man, that's a beautiful story that guy told, man. And the dumbass of the day is brought to you by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson. The best prices and largest selection on pre-owned Harleys. ArrowheadHarley.com. It is Monday with Mark and Neanderthal. Last Monday in March of 2021. We're glad you joined us. You know, the big news that we delivered this morning, I think we broke it uh, internationally because we have correspondents on the scene. Yes. Uh, The Suez Canal is now flowing freely. They were able to dislodge the ship and ships are now moving through, although there is a serious backup there still. 367 vessels. 367, oh. including 35 crew, crude oil tankers, as opposed to refined oil tankers, uh, 96 container ships, and IKEA stuff. So if you've been waiting for those those replacement parts, if you've been ordering, you know, because you know, when you go to IKEA, you always have one few part, and you're minus one part. God, <laughs> man, it's an extra bolt that's missing here. Well, just call the 800 number and have them ship it over. Well, yeah. uh, the IKEA people say it's going to take, uh, they say, quote, create constraints on our supply chain. Okay. So there you go. So 367 ships. It takes about 50 a day, although I think it can do more. It's a 120-mile canal. Yeah. And and a ship usually does 12 to 15 miles an hour. So you, you do the math and yeah. it works out. The Suez Canal, I mean, that's – we joked the other day about that's one of the two canals that everybody knows the name of, Suez and Panama. There are not a lot of famous canals. You got, you got Suez. You got Panama. You yeah. have the Erie Canal. Sure. Uh, you have the Ear Canal. Yep. Root Canal. Yep. Uh, the Birth Canal. Now, here's the thing about Birth Canal. It all started right there. <laughs> it did. It all started right there, and all roads lead back to it. When you think about it, yeah. that is probably the most visited canal of all time. It might you, be. You, yeah. I mean, your life begins there, and then you spend the rest of your life visiting on occasion Trying if you're lucky. To get back there. If you're lucky. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Guadalcanal. I don't Those are the what, only yeah. canals that I can name right there. Well, I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, look, we have canals here. We have the Great, but, West, but great, not, West, great Western Canal. Yeah. But they, yeah, but they're not like, you know, people don't know. They can't pull the names out of the air. Yeah. You know? And then, of course, you've got other. Um, this is an interesting one, too, because you think of other big waterways. You've got the Straits of Magellan, the Strait of Hormuz. you got Straits. Yeah, but, the yeah, difference but between a canal and a strait. Straits down, it's not a canal, though. No. Well, a canal's man-made. A strait is, I guess, natural. Yeah. Straits of Magellan. Yeah. Straits of Gibraltar yep. is a famous one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, the most important and well-known straits, the uh, Straits of Dyer. Dyer Straits. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, the Sultans run that. I'm not sure you knew that. They, they, they regulate all all commerce through the, yes. the Straits of Dyer. Very famous Straits. Yeah, very yep. Straits of Dyer. So, things are moving in the canal. <laughs> so, that's, that's the stupid. good news. <laughs> We have somebody on the phone who uh, is a big app listener. She heard us talking about the app a little bit earlier. And you can win like a $500 gift card or be our program director for six hours here at KSLX if you download the KSLX app. And you've been you've been using it for a while, huh? I used to, I, I used to have to come down to the valley to the office. So I would have it on my phone and I would I, I have it on my computer, too. OK, nice. And, and, and what town are you in? I live in snow and snowflake. All right, so you can hear us up there through the app, and you can you can vouch that it's extremely simple to do, right? 
That's correct. It's really easy. You just go to the app store, either um, whatever phone you have, and just um, find KSLX and download it. You know what's That's interesting? Alexander, you have a unique accent for Snowflake. <laughs> you, what is what is that accent? That's that is, a very it is unique different. accent. Yeah. Yeah, my okay. It's a, it's a long story, but I'll cut it short. I'm a Brixican. A Brixican? Yes, I'm half English, half Mexican. My mom is English. My father was Mexican. So, ten meals at your house tend to be spicily bland. Exactly. All right. Cool. <laughs> You had Yorkshire pudding burritos every night. Oh, come on. There you go, right? <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> well, Alexandra, we appreciate you checking in, and we appreciate you listening most of all and, and also letting people know how easy it is to download. No problem. No problem. I, I, I love your station. I've been listening to you for years. So Can we, uh, can we suggest a dietary choice for tonight's dinner? Sure. Bangers and chorizo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I have to tell my husband that when he gets back, but yeah. Uh, take care, <laughs> Alexandra. <laughs> Great to hear from you, Alexandra. Thank you for listening. Take care. No problem. Have a good one. All right. Nice lady. Seems nice, yeah. From Snowflake. I'll bet she has the only accent of that type yeah. in Snowflake, Arizona. It seems to go back and forth. It does. From a Hispanic Certain accent words, yeah. to, uh, to a yeah. British accent. Yeah, it was weird. It was, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, either that or she's got multiple personality disorders, and we've heard <laughs> right. several of the voices in her head. She, she keeps people on her toes in Snowflake, Arizona. I would, I would think so, yeah. And, and you know what? Like hey, did she you said, meet that chick that sounds like a British Mexican? <laughs> yeah. A Brixican? Yes. A, a Brixican, um, yes. It is Monday with Mark and Deanna Paul, and let's get into the big three at nine, where we give you the best sound clips we found all morning. Now, producer Guido is off today. He's dealing with some personal time, and so the two of us have had to dig up some of the audio, and, and digging we did. Well, this one is interesting. It's a year old, but it was just made public. This happened a year ago in Maryland. Um, this does happen occasionally in an elementary school where... Uh, I don't know how this happens. A five-year-old was able to slip away from his elementary school because he didn't want to be there. So the school called police and said, hey, this five-year-old's out somewhere. The police rounded him up, and um, as you'll hear from the news story, they were a little rough with him. Yeah. Hey, I don't want to go. I don't care. Police say they got the call to look for this little boy after he left East Silver Spring Elementary, saying he did not want to return. There, one officer would suggest he be beaten and even placed in a crowd. What? Disrespectful children. I think they need to be beaten repeatedly. Then the boy was handcuffed. These right here, these are the people that don't want to listen to. Man. Now, I'm a fan of police officers. Not those police but, officers. But a five-year-old's a little rough, man. I, I, and they, it was in the back, too. Like, it wasn't in front. It was cuffing him behind. That yeah, is nuts. I, a five-year-old. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, first of all, I don't know. There's, I have several questions in here. A, what school, and I know that it happens, but what school allows a five-year-old to wander off campus? And well, B, what five-year-old has the gall, the unmitigated gall to try to leave school? When I was a kid, I don't want to, I mean, for all the things that my parents did wrong, my mom told me, you go to school, 
you do your work, you stay in school, you you, you do what the teacher tells you to do, and at 2.30, you get your buddy, your walk-home buddy, which was P.J. McDonald, and you walk home. The big kids take the bus, the little kids find a walk buddy, and you mm-hmm. walk home. Mm-hmm. And you would, you would, we would never, ever, not once, ever think of leaving school once you're in there. Once you're in, you're in. That's where you're there from 8.30 to 2.30. You're probably going to get a vaccine like everybody else. <laughs> you're one of the sheep is the problem. All I'm saying is... <laughs> For all of their dysfunction, I am so much prouder of my parents than I really, I, I think I, I, I think they're both dead now, so I can't thank them for it. But Jesus, I'm so glad I was, I was taught discipline saved and respect. You, saved you from getting cuffed as a five-year-old. Yeah, as a five-year-old. Okay, Unbelievable. So, speaking of cuffing, they had to do a lot of that in Miami Beach, Florida this year <laughs> during spring did. break. Yeah. Um, so they, they had a crazy, crazy spring break. M- way many more arrests than usual, a lot more violence than usual. And residents are now protesting and saying they want measures put in place to handle things. People are coming to our city every single day. They're trashing our city. They're not obeying our rules. And it's taxing our police force, our elected officials, our administrators, our residents. Nobody is happy with the current situation. And it is unfair. And the party has to stop. No, no. You live in Miami Beach, man. You, I mean, it's... Well, they did let things get out of hand this year. I'm not sure exactly what happened. One of the re- It's interesting. One of the measures they want put in place is a moratorium on new hotels because it's the supply and demand thing. You yeah. build new hotels, you have more hotel rooms, the prices go down and more people can come. I mean, they had cops shooting pepper balls into crowds this year. SWAT teams were called and they had to do a curfew also. Yeah, okay. So you, you hold the people responsible for acting out responsible for acting out. But you don't tell people not to come to Miami Beach. You move to Miami Beach. For, well, no, they're, they're not they're telling coming that. at the same time. They're just saying, hey, they have to do something but to they're control not going. things a little bit more. Hey, look, Miami has been a party destination in the southeastern part of the United States since day two. It's where everybody goes. To, Miami was a party city before that. those residents that yeah. are complaining about it moved there. Yeah, I, I mean, think maybe tough. next year do it without alcohol. Yeah. Anybody? Bueller? Let me, let me ask you something. Would you do... Dude, you can't even do Friday night in Chandler without alcohol. <laughs> I can't. Never mind Miami. You're kidding? All right. So uh, All right. this is my favorite piece of audio uh, I think that we've ever done on the big three. This is... Uh, well, the big news is that they freed up the ship from the Suez Canal. You know what they did? They gave it a fleet enema. I see what you see did, what did there. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's All right. disgusting. So uh, they Enjoy freed, your breakfast. They freed the ship, the Ever Given, and it is now moving. Yeah. And, but somebody had some fun with it, and I'm surprised we didn't do this first. I'm almost, I'm almost embarrassed to say that we didn't do this first. Talk about the hundreds of ships that are still waiting on either side of the canal, and that brings us to the Suez Traffic Report. Suez Canal Traffic Report, ever given, ever stuck in just south of the Fresh Food Market on 23 Jewel. Nothing doing north or south. Let's head to the north. You can see Gaper Chalet's real heavy here, especially as you get closer to Great Bitter Lake, where everyone's just stuck and bitter themselves. Heading up to the north, nothing doing here, too. Breaks uh, all the way up to the Port Syed. Same to the south, too. Suez Golf looking pretty heavy. Nowhere going anywhere. And this extends all the way. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I'm so mad that we didn't do that. I don't know if you caught the end. He goes, this extends all the way back to the Red Sea. So yeah. it's really tied up there. I, I, uh, I'm so mad we didn't do that, Joe. Yeah. They, uh, you know, I, I, we, still have, we still have a long way to go, Mark. Yep. And there's so many things. Old dog, new tricks. They finally freed that up, though. It's good news. Um, the... Uh, 
The captain did pull into the Starbucks drive-thru, though, so the, this delay is dependent on the barista and his speed at getting him his cup of coffee. Yeah, but, and, the, and the language issues there. Yeah, there but that several. is, as we said, still many more ships are held up because they can only do between, I think, 50 and 75 a day if they're really powering these ships through, and there are like 300-some-odd ships still ready to go. And they really can't move them through at no. night because there's no lighting. And you can only do one at a time. Yeah, you, it's, yeah and, and traffic can only flow one direction at a time. Right. So that's one of the issues that they have. One flows one way, one flows the other, one yep. flows... I mean, it's really so they're, an interesting thing. They're sending them through as many as they can, but they're telling them to uh, use the two-second rule. Stay yeah. behind. Yeah, so. exactly. no, no rear-end collisions, please. Yeah, please. So that is... Tailgating is what you're doing. Yep. That is the big three at nine. We'll do it again tomorrow with more great sound clips here at KSLX. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With a free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 